Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One final time, we're singing, we're dancing, we are talking about some NXT 2.0, the Wrestle Talk Podcast YouTube channel for the members and the Patreon backers and the listeners of podcast platforms, whether Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Acast, I don't know anymore. Outside of that in Stitcher too, yeah. You know Stitcher. True Hill Heat should be in Stitcher. I don't care, I'm plugging the shiznit out of your thing. Stitcher, you should think about Stitcher. I use Stitcher a lot. Stitcher's my thing. Stitcher's my bag. I don't know if it cost more, but that's something to look into. That's all I'm saying. As your friend. And that that was uh, the Chris Rock version, you know, uh, No Sex in the Champagne Room, where he starts talking after he's been singing and and stuff the whole time. That was our (laughs) No Sex in the Champagne Room edition of our beginning intro. One final time, the last ride for the Mocha 2.0. Yeah, one final beat for the Mocha 2.0, boys, here on the WrestleTalk podcast. Podcast. This is the I intro. Sh- I Thank shaved. You. I shaved. Oh, look up. at this man. Look at this man. He shaved for all of you here. So <laughs> yes, so we're here. <laughs> yeah. We are here to discuss NXT 2.0. But before we get into that, this is one of the last times. Not only for this, is the last time for us, but this is one of the last times that they're going to be getting like these Patreon intros and and outros. So sat. Let the let the, let the members, let the Patreon backers, who we've always been so in so honest with, let them know what uh, you're gonna be doing very very soon, sir. It was teased on that little update video, but let the people know. Yeah. So for ladies and gentlemen that's been following me here, don't cry for me, Argentina, because Sat E is back. I'm gonna be doing uh, Wrestle Talk News. They have a lot of audience members. I looked at the numbers. I'm like, I've gotta get a new audience. And then I and I, you know what I'm gonna preach? Watch True Hill Heat 
that's the only thing I got to plug. I got other things to plug, like friend stuff, because I don't really have much going on with my stuff. I kind of do, but not big enough to 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 uh, to uh, publicize. True Hill Heat, check that out. Check me out. Wrestle Talk News is happening. They're gonna promote it on social media, so please don't cry for me. Uh, SP3, he's got like so many podcasts, so you can watch him. So you got no excuse. I don't like that whole thing. Fake crocodile tears. <laughs> you guys are breaking up. Uh, we do a show together on Monday. <laughs> if you know and you follow us, you know where we are. Because I don't know if you obligations. No, now you now know. You know. And if but... you're a true fan. You do the research where we are because I don't know about cross pollination promotions. I don't know if there's politics, if it's like AAA and New Japan and CMLL and All Japan. I feel like Andrade. I don't know whose cereal I might be pissing in, so I ain't going to promote it. So please watch us in other stuff that we do. Do not cry for us because it's not the end, it's just the beginning. Yes, SP. And without further ado, let's get into NXT 2.0. You know what's the weirdest thing of all? I'm on I'm on Twitter right now. There is no mention this is our final show. So for a lot of you people, you're like WTF. <laughs> for those of you who didn't watch Luke's announcement, yeah, man, we're, we're, we're done. We're done skis. We're over. I told you guys, give us the mocha chat, but you wouldn't listen. And now we're broke. I said, guys, give us more viewers. You wouldn't do it. So we're done. Sae Nyangi coined by the great SP3. I'm the showstopper. I killed wrestling daily and now I killed NXT podcast. Don't put me in the podcast, guys. You have a five months or six month shelf life for me on it. So I'm warning you right now. Don't invite me as a guest. I may end your show as well. Don't invite me to your house. You may get remortgaged. You may get kicked out by your landlord or everything falls apart. I am a bad luck. I am a bad penny. Sae, eviscerate your life. That's what I do. But also, hi guys, how you doing? SB, what's causing all this? Forget Alondra Blaze taking our belt out of a trash can. It's our final episode. That's the biggest news of all. A kid's about to be out of a job. I'm that kid. I'm Mama Yangi's hey. kid. You 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 got plenty of jobs. You're gonna be on the bit. You're gonna be on the on the main channels, sir. You're gonna be doing news over there, like Will mentioned, uh, like uh, like Luke mentioned in the update video here on the channel. We're gonna see Set move up to the big time. He's getting a promotion, and then that's they, gonna get canceled too. Then that, that that's been around for a long time. And watch me kill that as well. Look at Wrestle Talk. They try with me. I'm like one of those wrestlers. You know, I'm like Jeff Jarrett '98. They're trying with me. The Aztec one didn't work double g didn't work fingers crossed that this one with that bro my short crew cut's gonna work this time this is this is pretty much us saying that sat is uh glenn jacobs except he doesn't have bad political views but he was isaac yankum dds on uh wrestle talk on uh wrestling daily then here he became uh the fake diesel and now they're moving him up he's getting an upgrade to to the main channel eight hundred and twenty thousand subscribers over there on the main channel and he's going to become Kane, the big sat machine. Um, okay, you know, I'm going to stop it. It's a bit, um, I, it's, it's truth in what I'm saying, kind of. In, in, in Out of context, that's what it looks like. On paper, there's a lot of reasons why this show is getting axed. Uh, but I want to say positive things. First of all, thank you, Luke Owen. 
I know you said you watched the show, yes. so I'm going to put you to the test if you watch the show right now. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Uh, thank you for choosing SB3. I told SB3 this off, off camera. Um, I don't know if I said it on camera. My best co-host that I've ever had, like it's undisputed. Before I used to be like, you know, you know, it's between you and, and Alex, but I'm going to be honest. I love working with Alex. He's a great guy. Uh, he's the one gave me my start. But me and SP3 have a special chemistry. SP3 has got 10,000 partners. So he's like, yeah, you're one of my partners. I got chemistry with everyone. That's what makes him yeah, great. I, he can the adapt. One thing, the, the number one thing I will say, no one makes me laugh on a weekly basis as much as Sad. Sad is hilarious. That's why that he gets a well-deserved upgrade to the uh, main channel because they need more of you on screen. They completely wipe me off of on-screen stuff for WrestleTalk. So you, I was the issue, not you. No, that's not true. No, no, you know what's the issue? Just those three letters. It's not SB3, it's the USA because he lives abroad. That's why the opportunity to be on camera is not there. Because they could ask you to move here. You were like, my my wife's three letters matters more. The other, the other three letters. letters. Yes, you know what I'm the saying? other three other, the mm-hmm. other three letters. Yes. So no, oh. thank you. Because um, I don't know if you know this, guys. We joke around about SP3 having uh 10,000 podcasts. He's very talented and he's very adaptable to his co-host. It's like watching a chameleon. Have you ever seen a film? Everything, everyone at once. I'm butchering the name of the film. It came out this year. This guy's got multiverses, he's like a different guy in every show, but not in a bad way, showing you that he's got range. SP3 has range. Said I've learned a lot of you, a lot from you. I don't the learning tree uh oh mod mother mod mother's in the chat i, I, I love everyone here in the chat mod mother i'm gonna ask uh dutch dutch mantel personally if we could do a we the people bit for for the wrestle talk american american branch we are the representatives of wrestle talk of america but yeah we get we get to more later six minutes in reviews will be like this is why the show got axed <laughs> let's just keep it rolling moving on swiftly sp to, to, to talk to the people that came for something no yes let's let's talk about nxd 2.0 we want to hear from all of you what you think what you thought what was your whole overall thoughts on the mocha 2.0 experiment wrestletalk.com forward slash the mocha lights but of course but of course if you want to talk about nxd 2.0 from last night also send us those mocha chats for that wrestletalk.com forward slash support we will read those at the end of this podcast but let's talk about the main stuff that was on this show as you see in the title alundra Blade made her appearance on NXT 2.0 last last night, but it had all to do with what's become of the women's division of NXT 2.0. You have Mandy Rhodes, who is uh, going up that list of one of the longest reigns as NXT uh, women's champion. You got the NXT women's tag team titles. One half of those was thrown in the trash last week by Cora Drade. So we're going to talk about Everything that involved pretty much that prime toxic attraction, Zoe Stark, Cora J, Roxanne Perez on this show right off the bat, because that's what opened the show. The show kicked off with Zoe Stark coming to the ring following her win in the 20-woman battle royal last week. The CWC fans chanted, welcome back. Zoe Stark says, it feels so good to be back. She says that at uh, Halloween Havoc, she tore her ACL and MCL straight off the bone, and doctors told her that she would be out well over a year. Stark said that she could beat that timetable, and the day after surgery, she went into 
physical therapy and got to work. She talks about the mental strain that the injury had on her and if the fans would remember her, she wondered. Uh, the fans chanted for Zoe, Zoe, Zoe. Uh, Stark said she busted her apple and got back in the ring four months ahead of schedule. Uh, she talks about her return last week and the noise the fans made when she made her return. Uh, Zoe says that she won the Battle Royal and is now the number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship and looks uh, and looks who is in her way. Look who it is. It is Toxic Attraction, the same people who took her out of action. So she will take the NXT. NXT Women's Championship from Mandy Rose. At this point, the music of Cora Jade hit, and out came the former, now, NXT Women's Tag Team Champion. She appears from the Birds Nets to talk trash to Stark. Uh, Zoe says, how how is Cora feeling? Because the last time she saw her was when she threw her scrawny self over the top rope, and Jade says that if it wasn't for 19 women teaming up against her, she would be facing Mandy Rose for the title, so she's just like Roxanne Perez, who stole her moment. Zoe stole her moment. Roxanne stole her moment. And Stark says, we saw Core's moment. It was when she threw the NXT Women's Tag Team title in the trash. And Zoe says she held that title. And it's not a piece of trash. Cora is the piece of trash. This led to Toxic Attraction coming down the entranceway. Mandy says that tomorrow she becomes the fourth longest NXT Women's Champion in history. Mandy says goodbye, Bailey. Goodbye, Charlotte Flair. Goodbye, Raquel Gonzalez. And thank you, Paige, but goodbye to her too. Uh, Stark suggests that Rose puts her title on the line against her tonight, but Gigi Dolan says that she will face Zoe tonight and put her back Back on the shelf so that set up what was going to be later but uh, first uh talk about any any quick comments on that opening promo i did think that zoe stark came off a little bit more confident than she did before she felt like she had something behind her and talked with a little bit more she was more comfortable than i've ever heard her in a promo wouldn't you say yes random set musing <clears throat> I felt like she'd be a great female Oatman warrior. Paint her face. I mean, she's got the guns, the 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 blonde hair. She's got an energy of she's got a feral energy about her, which I appreciate. She comes across real. You can't teach that. Like like a a rest used to say, you can't teach Zoe Starks the way Zoe Stark. Not Stark. Stark. Such a weird way to say. Just put S at the end for flip things. They was like, we don't want people to say she's related to Ricky Starks or John Stark. John Starks, so. See, Stark. <laughs> Zoe Stark. Uh, her promo, yeah. You know what? When she first came in, she was, hey, guys, I miss you. I was like, wait, look at the energy she's got. And then she calmed it down. I was like, oh, thank you, God. And she's going to do the promo. Again, Open Memory pops into my head when she goes, oh, I'm so great. Happy to be here. Um, yeah, <laughs> Zoe's promo was good. But Corey Jane was amazing. This hill turn. Despite how it started off, yeah, the line of like, I would like to fake my trainer and my protein shake maker. Mwah. And also <laughs> Zoe just confessed that she's homeless and she lives in the trainer's room. Someone should look into that, uh, how much they're paying people in the performance center. Because for her to live in the training room, I am actually worried about it. I don't know if that's meant to be, yeah, because I don't know if it's meant to be a good thing. But she said, yeah, I was living in the trainer's room. I was like, oh, poor girl, told ACL, they're not paying you properly. So you have to live <laughs> in the gym. But all jokes aside, uh, um, I am begging, no offense to Mandy Rose, 
right? She took a vacation in NXT 2.0. She's lasted it longer than our show. I'm shocked. I thought she'd be back on the main <laughs> roster. <laughs> and we've been talking about a new wrestler. So our entire run, Mandy Rose has been it's champion. Been, it's Congrats. been the attraction because we thought, we thought it was, we both predicted that it was going to be over at Stand and Deliver. We both picked Laura Jade before Stand and Deliver and right? that never happened. We have, we have, uh, through the duration of Boca 2.0, we have seen Cora Jade go from uh, Avril Levine skater girl to now this uh, alt version of AJ Lee. That's how she comes across as a heel. She comes around as as 20, 2022 take on AJ Lee's character basically. And, and don't forget she hates Charlotte Flair but it's never specified why. But yes, uh, Cora Jade, I enjoyed her heel promo. Toxic Attraction, yeah they're there. Mandy's title win feels like she's been failing upwards. It hasn't been like this distinct legendary reign it's just like yeah you've been wa- wasting time as a title holder no offense to I mean, women but- it, it, it feels like uh triple h in 99 or F. jared and tna it seems like one of those reigns where you know the match is not gonna end before someone from toxic attraction gets involved whether it leads directly to mandy winning or not that de- that waits to be seen but you you don't really take her matches seriously or you're not really into it until toxic attraction gets involved the only match that i would say stood out and didn't have that was the fatal four-way at stand and deliver bingo you're right but it is like someone said the reign of nothing let's do a highlight video of her reign it's been doesn't it hasn't popped off the page it hasn't been this definitive title reign even Shayna baszler Shayna baszler had one of the longest title reign even though i was like man i wanted to lose but she had matches to back up her catalog so that you know when you're like you think of the reign of destruction the path of destruction with with uh mandy rose like how many times you're gonna cheat for me how many times you're gonna cheat for me sexual attraction cheats for me i never win by myself i never win once by myself i never win once by myself she never wins once by herself she'll be failing upwards she's only won her. once by herself, literally once. That was standing to deliver, and that was and a I fatal feel, four way. And I feel like someone created the opportunity for her. They, they did a layup. <laughs> exactly. Layup. Exactly. She, she, she just came in and hit one move. But to continue with what went on with the women's division, Mackenzie did an interview with Toxic Attraction. Mackenzie asked uh, Mandy Rhodes about defending the NXT Women's Championship against Zoe Stark, and it's been confirmed it's going to happen at Heat Wave in three weeks. Rose says that the match isn't. Ha- Happening because Gigi will take out uh, Zoe tonight and put her back on the shelf, and then Sarai. So I, I thought I thought we would never see Sarai during this era. <laughs> she comes to interrupt and she says that she wasn't in the battle royal because she was in the UK, so she didn't get her opportunity. Uh, Mandy says she hasn't forgotten about what Sarai did, uh, trying to rearrange her face last year. So next week she will deal with her. I did like her mentioning that because that reminded me because I was like I I, I would have forgot that even with. It's the, the first time they're interacting. No. What? Oh yeah, she broke her face. That's it. That's like one of the first things she did. Like the first thing I she was did. like, I was like, that was the first thing that Sarai did, and we thought she was gonna get over. We thought she would follow in the lineage of Asuka, Kyrie, and Io Shirai at that point. And no, what's Are you happening? Saying? Are you what's saying happening? no? Don't SP saying it. She's saying that Sarai has not worked out. Sarai's the it first. 
Oh. It has it, it's not even it's not even her fault. It's just they haven't cared about her and she's been in between this era. It's kind of like why Kushida didn't have the same success as Shinsuke Nakamura. It's a different era, a different regime. It didn't work out the same. But that promo led into Gigi Dolan and uh Zoe Stark. Uh they this was a short and sweet matchup uh with Zoe um looking strong and getting her GTS variant for the win on GG Dolan in about maybe, I think I'm being generous, two minutes. Uh, this was an impressive short performance by Stark, looking strong, heading into the title match. Then post-match, after she beat Gigi Dolan, uh, she cuts off JC Jane who with a super kick and then throws her out of the ring and even stops Mandy Rose from attacking her from behind and runs her off while she's looking down at, um, at Toxic Attraction after showing that she was one step ahead of them. From behind, Cora Jade attacks Starks with a kendo stick. I said Stark Stark uh, with a kendo stick and then we hear the music of Roxanne Perez uh, and she finally returns to go after Cora Jade but Cora Jade runs out through the crowd because She's a chicken, a chicken shot uh, heel, basically. Uh, and then later on in the night to finish this whole thing off, we go backstage. Mackenzie interviews Roxanne Perez, who is holding the NXT Women's Tag Team title, well, at least her half. And then Perez says that Cora can throw their friendship away and twist things in her favor. But she crossed the line when she threw an NXT championship in the trash. Roxanne can't stand for that and says that this title should be shown respect and not the garbage. And in comes WWE Hall of Famer Alundra Blaze, who brings the guard of uh, the garbage from last week to her. Apparently, they kept that garbage. That's that's unsanitary. I just want to mention that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Perez brings the title out of the trash, and Blaze announces that next week they will have a fatal four-way elimination match to determine the next NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. And then we got various segments through the night to kind of promote this this matchup uh we see valentina faraz on a video call with her tag team partner yulisa leone um talking about being in the fatal four-way next week sanga gives his ladies a pep talk and says that they will hear them them as the new nxt women's tag team champions then we move on to Caden Carter and Katana Chance with uh, Mackenzie Mitchell, who say they felt disrespected by the title being uh, being that they are uh, being thrown into the trash that they've been chasing all this time. They will win next week, they said. And then in comes another tag team that's in the Fatal Four Way: Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxi, who will, will be making their debut as a tag team. And the fact that they're in this match. <laughs> I, I did agree with Katana and Katie. You're not even a tag team. What are you doing here? Uh, they say they're going to settle things with Katana and Katie next week. Carter says they're not even a tag team. And Ivy says they will take care of business next week like Diamond Mine will do tonight as Diamond Mine is going to verse uh, the D'Angelo family in the main event. In comes one of the D'Angelo family members, Electra Lopez, to interrupt. And she- and she says diamond mine will be taken care of tonight and this leads to a whole huge brawl between all five women to end this segment and then the fourth team in the fatal four-way toxic attraction they end the night after the main event we go to the parking lot we see a lunger blaze with both nxt women's tag team titles and toxic attraction approaches jc jane and gg dolan and they say they are the best tag team they're above all the other tag teams in the fatal four-way so she can just 
just hand them the titles right then and there. And then Alundra says they will have to earn it and fight for it next week. And that's how we close the show. So what do you think about all of this to determine new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions? Are you happy that the titles are not going to be completely forgotten about? Like <coughs> the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships, you know, the ones that were supposed to have a tournament, but we haven't heard anything about it in two months. Or did you think that they should just be scrapped as well? See, I'm not a negative Nelly. I didn't, I didn't think the title was scrapped. 90%. <laughs> <laughs> back, back, back when this was in charge, it was nine percent. Uh, what I don't understand is Roxanne gave up the title. I mean, like what? She walked away from a title. Saray is right there. Zoe Stark is right there. Indy Hartwell is right there. No, give up the title. She only wants to be champion with a best friend. What? That I don't understand. Everything else, like, yeah, yeah, put your tag teams together. Congratulations. You're in the match. I want Quintana and Caden to win for one simple reason, so they can shut their mouths. I'm tired of hearing them cry. Every single week, they're crying. Every single week, it's like, woe is me. I never win the title. Woe is me. Title in the trash. Woe is me. Where is our belts? Woe is me. Give me the title, please. So that way, it'd be like, yes, it's me. We're champions now. Yes, it's me. We've been here for a while. Yes, it's me. So they can just change things. I, I want to change the narrative. Kaden Katana, I'm rooting for you guys to win it so you guys can get the title and stop crying. You know, when, when, my title, my title. I've never won my title. So give me the title. End it. That's what I thought. Yay, Fatal 4-Way. Katana and Kaden, please give me the title. Please, I'm tired of you crying. I, I think that they are too big of losers for them to win the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. I am rooting for Ivy Dial and Data Paxley. They're going to cry again. Well, you know what? You're saying that because in your mind, you're like, I'm going to stop watching this show. Wait, you review this show in, uh, in your podcast, right? Believe. Do you be- review it as well for Believe or not? No, no, I don't. I don't. So, you could come so back, right? Literally... You, could, you could big league. You're like, no, you're like that's my picture. No. That's my picture right there. <laughs> my picture's right there. I'm next to Rick Uchino. I'm back. What I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, from now on, since I'm not doing this review, I'm going to probably watch the highlights. Next <laughs> week, oh, you know, I'm oh. going to do whatever everybody else does um, I don't do watch, uh, <laughs> no i'm wait well we don't of course i'm talking about i'm talking no, about now no, 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 what no. a lot of other people do if you read our comments I watch the and, read our live and promos and skip the wrestling so i don't watch wrestling i just watch all the things outside of the wrestling i like oh skip to the oh he won okay promo all right cool i don't know for the nx6 i watched the whole thing because um sp not just because sp3 says uh, specific moves I like talking about the matches. I'm, I'm watching the show, hence, you know. But I watch a show. I don't want to watch that Raw. I just skipped it to relate to New Era. I was like, okay, what's going on there? All right, boring. Oh, rematch. Oh, no, no, no. Rey Mysterio had all these people. No one backed him. Oh, power for a table. Oh, yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> we watch wrestling, man. We do. We love wrestling. Yes, we we love wrestling, but NXT is a, it's a tough. And I've been asked to watch it for four months now, so um, I like it like a trash I... reality show. I've grown to like it. I'm actually sad. I feel like we're leaving these kids behind. We're seeing them develop right through our very eyes. So for me to leave, not to see what's X Young Quinn is, he gonna be the X Factor or not? He's all pose. Ninety percent of his movesets all poses and taunts. That's how he can do the ring. X Young, do a wrestling move. X Young, do another move. 
No, dude, the entrance where he's like, he glitches. I miss, I miss um, his own entrance. We'd be like, get up. <laughs> I'm, I'm messing it up. You know what? It's a lot of show. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to everybody who thinks Katana and Kaden should win. They're two big losers. I'm sorry. It doesn't make Romeo, sense. Is that Romeo in the win. chat? Is that Romeo in the chat? Yeah, that's that's Romeo in the chat. The the only the only other people that watch NXT for, for lately is uh is NX is NX3, the live watch along over on True Hill Heat. So you can Plug check it, that baby. out every every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern time. That's if you want to watch NXT 2.0, that's the best way to watch it. In my opinion, yeah, Romeo's great uh, reviewing the show. Watch, please watch True Hill Heat. I'm gonna plug in all night. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think, I think, yeah, I think Ivy now. I think this is the the big push that she's been looking for. They can use it as a vehicle. That that's the person out of this team <laughs> and out of this match that I could see them actually pushing. Everybody else involved in this match is someone that they've either booked as a loser or they don't really seem to have much plans for. Ivy now is the only one that's been getting any uh, any inkling of a push, and she's like the outlier of the fatal, the, that new four horsewomen that we talked about with Cora Jade, Roxanne Perez, Tiffany Stratton, and Nikita Lyons. If there's going to be a fifth horsewoman, it would be Ivy now. All right, SB, uh, I put my hand up because respect is there. This is why Katana and Kaden should win. Babyface chase the title. That's how it works. It should be. I know you're thinking. It's the first as a tag team. Impressive showing. Then they lose. They were that close to winning. And Katana and Kaden, because they're desperate, you know, do the full turn. They've kind of been teetering on the edge of turning heel, but they haven't fully because it's still kind of like, uh, there's still like valid reasoning behind their anger. So they need to go for the full pelt of being a heel. So they have to cheat to win. Then I've now like, you cheat to win. That's not the diamond mine way. Diamond mines forever. Diamond mine, diamonds, diamond, diamond mine. I, I like diamonds in the mine. And then they could just go chase after the title for it for you know the next few months. So yeah, give it to Katana and Caden. And then Tatum and Ivy can chase the title. There you go. Summer program and toxic attraction can go main roster. I- I also want this uh, Ivy now to win the title to to create the agenda that Roddy's the only loser, a part of Diamond. <laughs> well, him and David Kemp are the only losers in Diamond Mine. Everybody Listen, else in Diamond Mine gonna have a title. When we get to the Diamond Mine segment, you're gonna hear a completely different side Eve compared to the last few months because I've changed my mind. But we'll get to that soon. But yeah, I want Katana and Kaden to win because it will be too much stink. So even 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 if they do chase the title. With their rivals, I don't care because they lost so many times. I lost all hope with these losers, so they stink right now. So I need to erase the stink, erase the stink. I get, I can definitely see them winning and completing what they've been teasing over the last couple of weeks. They've been teasing this heel turn for them, so you can see them like cheating to win the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. Like that's what they needed. They needed to cheat or win by any means necessary, as they always mm-hmm. say, to finally win the title. So I can see that, and then Ivy and Tatum chase them to eventually win them. So it, it basically they'd be transitional champions. That's okay. At least they won the title. It's on a resume. I told you. I, everything's out of context. Nobody will sit through the title reign. You know when you you know when you say, oh Bruno Sammartino was champion for seven years. Did you sit through them seven years? Was it really that great? <laughs> he only came to your show in town. He defended the title every six months or whatever. So yeah context take it out of context oh wow they're former champions so i just thought it was a former wwe champion did you live through that reign looks all pretty looks all pretty in in retrospect
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. After the opening segment, we went backstage. We saw Grayson Waller talk some trash about the fans and say that up next, Grayson Waller effect will be in action and he will embarrass Wesley. Back from break, we got the D'Angelo family getting ready for the main event against Diamond Mind. Tony D reminisces with Stax about cracking the skull of Carmine. Uh, and he also says that Electra has proven herself while Wild and Del Toro have stepped up lately. And tonight, they take take out the diamond mine. So good stuff there to, to hype up the main event. And then we got our opening contest after like 15, 20 minutes of the show. Uh, and 
almost 30 of ours, uh, Wesley came out hot uh, against uh, Grayson Waller. This was two guys kind of in that North American title division, really. Uh, Waller cu- cuts him off with a big boot in midair as he jumped up for a leapfrog. Lee uses his speed to regain control. However, during the commercial break, Waller reverses a head scissors into a tilt-a-whirl backbreaker. Uh, Waller then talks trash to Lee until he makes a fiery comeback with strikes and a big head. Uh, Bulldog West ground and pounds on Waller until he cowers out of the ring. Then Lee hits a tope suicida and goes to follow up off the top rope in the ring. But Waller cuts him off and pushes him off the top to the floor. As he's on the floor, uh, Waller tries to go outside. So the referee stops him and he's distracted. As that's going on, we see a fan who it's obviously Trick Williams with a hoodie. Uh, he, he stands up in the front row. He then strikes him with boxing gloves to the back of the head and then uh that fan of course is trick williams and wesley makes it back inside the ring before the count of 10 but waller he's still dazed so waller hits his rolling stunner for the win solid opener with the finish kind of continuing this whole rivalry between wesley and trick williams post-match trick williams gets in the ring he talks some more trash to wesley as grayson waller celebrates the win what did you think sad uh, Waller did a nice fireman's carry into a set out spam buster. I want to mention that that was a good move, very canyon esque. Uh, Trick Williams channeled his uh, channeled Dredrick Tatum and KO'd Wesley like he was Homer Simpson. <laughs> I, it was like, Rrr! you know, the episode, he, he wound it up and pap right in the kisser for you 90s uh, Simpsons fans. That's a reference I know you, you'd get that rolling stunner, the setup for it. <sighs> Is it the most pointless setup? I mean, I I like it when Hang Hangman does the kip over, you know, flip over to clothesline. It adds to it because he's flipping over. But my guy is like, is like flipping over through a kitty little kitty door, and doing his move. It's kind of like I'm going through no, the, like, like the doggy the doggy door. Yeah, it's like the doggy door on the, in the house. That's what yeah. he's doing. And so I'm trying to get how that momentum going to help the stunner. Like if he did like flip over the top rope and even then i'll be like oh, all right even if he just did it from like the apron from the buckshot lariat position kind of similar to what um phoenix phoenix does that where he does like the, the roll and then he goes into yeah. a step. that looks more impressive than what grayson waller does i do agree even tempest has said that <laughs> about that move it just makes no sense at the same time it makes no sense it's so bad that it makes me laugh at times like if they they're gonna kick out i have to do the ritual the ritual is what gets it done that he has to do the full pelt he can just do what um sin needs to do just do his a springboard stunner and that's it it's quicker gotta 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 make it gotta make it look pretty but sad trips over one day but sad it's about that time it's about that time sad one last time one last ride one final beat one of the one of our favorites one of our favorite bits of this show for long time listeners for long time watchers of mocha 2.0 one final time love is blind the grass is greener, greener on the other side, side. i'm so, right here I forgot the rest of the lyrics of the song. <laughs> SB. Gacy. Lady coughing in the background. 
Yeah, yeah. I really, I, I think, I think she has her headphones in. I really want to ask if you're all right. Okay, no, she, she says she's okay. She says she's okay. Yeah, she's right. good. All right. Uh, back, backstage, the the uh, schism is interviewed by Mackenzie Mitchell. Mackenzie calls uh, uh calls them Joe Gacy and the Dyad, which uh, Joe Gacy says use their names, Mackenzie, Rip, and Jagger. Uh, and Jagger says, the past is cast shadows on our souls, but they have stepped into the light to reach the potential they never knew existed. Rip says they have been accepted into a community where they can truly be recognized. And when asked about what he wants to do, what he wants with Cameron Grimes, Gacy <laughs> continues. Are you okay? No. Okay. She said no. Um, I can see the pain on Cameron's face. It's not about the loss of championships. It's about the cold loneliness of a lost father figure. I can be that important figure in Cameron's life. All he needs to do is open his heart and join us under the schism's tree. Mm-mm. Our message for Cameron and everyone else will continue next week. Thank you for your time. We appreciate it, Sat. Yes, preach. It's just some hot Preach. fire there. I wrote that jagged and rip. Oh, you're gonna do it. Love, Love is, blind. is blind. The grass is greener, greener on, on the, the other, other side. side. <laughs> One last time for everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. But yes, you know, Sam, what did you think of this? Well, well, you know, this is the last one. Uh, I've, I've, I've enjoyed it. Despite me acting the way I did, it, it helped a bit. You, you know, somewhere to react somewhere. And then also he won me over eventually. I am his one and only disciple. You know, I was sat. Now I'm now satire. Satire come forward and preach the gospel. So Jagged and Rip have gotten the lingo down. They hate this in a lot of gibberish. I was like, oh, that's good for them. Zach Gibson, Paul Rip. He does not look like the same guy. He looks like a dweeb without his facial hair. Probably a lovely guy in real life, but just the right facial hair, he doesn't look frightening. He's got a frightening eye infection that he needs to get fixed. They both got eye infection. It's kind of like you join the schism, you get some sort of infection in your eye. You need to go see a doctor about it because uh, Christopher Daniels has got the same issue as well. Joe Gacy, he wants to be Cameron's daddy. He wants to be his daddy. There's a six-year age difference, Joe. It's not possible. What can he learn that six years different from his own age? You know? Joe Gacy, bruv. You're 35. He's 28. You can be his big brother. You don't need to be his daddy. He doesn't need to be. He doesn't need no daddy. You know, fix your own house. Stop, you know, adopting a 20 year old, 28 year old man. What the heck? But yeah, the feud. It's got something. But six, eight, six years age difference. This ain't days of our lives. This ain't all my children. This ain't young and the rest of us where you can pretend there's a six year age difference. You can pretend that you can still pay someone's mom or dad. That doesn't even make sense. Does it make sense? Six years age difference. SP, talk about it. That's like you paying my dad. What? There's no six year age difference between us. That, that's that's even that's even worse because there's a shorter age difference between us. That's worse than than that. Yes. Um, 
I, I, I like it. I like it only because Gacy does come off like he's the father. He's the father of the schism. He's the father of Jagger Reed and Rip Fowler. He gave them their names. I gave my, I gave what, I gave my, my son my name. I so you. he gave his sons new names. That you works. Use, he's the daddy. You use your real life, real life, for example. What? But I get what you're saying. It's true. He acts like a fatherly figure, you know, without consent. This whole show got characters that do things without consent. They touch your shoulder without consent. They tell you about your body without consent. You know, they start giving you advice without consent. And they want to be a daddy without consent. That's the whole point. Michael Hickenbottom, forever booker of the year. People will miss you. We miss you. Michael Michael Hickenbottom the way you do. The only thing that's disappointed about this show for me is that we didn't get a Tiffany Stratton promo. But we did get more from the women's division. Um, back from break earlier today, we see Ariana Grace talk about her performance in the 20-woman battle royal and being eliminated by Indy Hartwell. Uh, she insults her outfit and in comes Hartwell, who says they are there are no breaks in a battle royal. If the roles were reversed, she would have done the same. Uh, Grace says she is a former beauty pageant queen and would never... Indy says this is NXT, not a beauty pageant, and that sets up their match for later in the night. Any comments? I know you're a big fan of Ariana Grace. Uh, in a world where Tiffany Stratton exists, it's kind of awkward to have an Ariana Grace. Do you know what I mean? Because Ariana Grace does great, but it's like not like just, they have a Tiffany Stratton, but she's a beauty queen, so there's a difference. So I have a proposal. I've been saying for a while, Tiffany needs a crew. Ariana Grace, she'll be the first one in her crew. They'll be great. The dynamic would be great. The blonde and the brunette, the cattiness. I already see the vision. I hope Michael Hickenbottom, I've got faith in you. As Booker of the Year, as the most unpredictable Booker currently in wrestling, please put together Ariana Grace and Tiffany Stratton. Them two together will be money, will be gold. Yeah, Ariana Grace, she did well. Like She inherited her dad's uh, charisma. You know, she's got, you know, potential in the ring. She's got a long way to go. But yeah, there's potential there. I like that the fact they gave her a backstage segment and let her uh, personality develop a little bit more. She's one of the people from the breakout tournament who haven't seen enough of. So I'm happy to finally give her a little bit of shine in the ring. I am as well. I am as well. We'll talk about her match with Indy Hartwell in a bit here. Uh, but first, we had Apollo Crews versus Zion Quinn. That's so Apollo. It's the future he can see. And he saw the future here because he knew he could win this one after a fast start from Apollo. Uh, Quinn dominates a portion of this bout before Apollo hits an Integuri, follows with a backstabber, and then hits a big old a spine buster uh bobby lashley style for the down. win uh this was just this was just fine uh with apollo getting a much needed rehab win after dropping his first match against uh giovanni vinci since returning to nxt but it was very short for something that was supposed to like culminate this feud they've been spending all these weeks Wait, kind of it's over? Up. If, if yeah i was like i was like okay so this is it, right? Because we shouldn't be going back to this match. He he pretty much beat him clean. It's over. The story's over. SP, this was a litmus test of can Zion... Oh, I used to call him Exion. 
Ah, uh, broke kayfabe there. Whoops. Can Exion hold his own against Apollo? That that was for me. Because every time when you get a rookie face a seasoned wrestler, my question is, can they hang in the ring? Have they learned enough so they can create a fluid match? Unfortunately for me, like I said before, he was 90% taunts and poses. If this was a, a 2K game, he spent most of the time just doing this and this. He kicked up and he did this. And then he did that. And then he did this, 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 and that. That's what I got from him. So when Exion was wrestling, it just felt slow. And then when Apollo wrestled, it was like, oh, business has picked up. The match was much more exciting when Apollo was on the offense. When Exion was wrestling, it was basic wrestling one-on-one that you could complete in two weeks at a performance center, I'm assuming. Because you got, you know, uh, you know, you, you, Sarah Del Rey is, is, is teaching you guys, you know, you should pick stuff up real quick. But Exion, he loves the taunts and poses. So he's still going to be a preliminary wrestler, if you will. Yeah, they, they're talking about him being like this star that's going to get called up. Well, not in Triple H's WWE, buddy. Uh, you need some more work. You need to work out some more in the Performance Center. Uh, after that, we had the uh, promo segment backstage with Toxic Attraction. Then we had Z- uh, Solo Sokoa vignette with uh, Solo walking on the street. He's talking about Jan Wagner uh, and says he can scrap, but his punk, his punk app had to jump jump him from behind when he was at SmackDown. So he wants Yon next week in a Falls Count Anywhere match and s- says his new catchphrase, let's get it. Now, before we, we get your thoughts on this, we got to follow up with what happened later in the night with Yon Wagner's uh, response. Uh, Yon says, basically, uh, it's him and Mr. Stone backstage. Uh, Stone declines the offer from Solo Sokoa. And then Wagner says, what is Stone doing? Uh, Stone accuses Yon of running off Sophia, but then Wagner interrupts him and says if she wants to go be a model, he doesn't give a shot. Um, (laughs) Yon accepts the challenge from Sokoa for next week in a Falls Count Anywhere matchup. I thought that this was the most charisma we've seen from Yon Wagner yet. Him just saying he doesn't give a shot about, about Sophia becoming Maxine Dupree. So the thing about Jon Wagner is that he's one of those people who's unintentionally hilarious. His voice is like, I keep a crap. You, me, you street champ, you punk. You, me, in the ring. I don't talk often, but promos is part of PC. I have to show that I passed. That's how he talks. Bless him. So that makes, for me, he's unintentionally funny. I feel, I feel like he, he'll get over by... Continuing, he's gonna be a meme. He's gonna be like a when Scott Steiner became a meme because he's so hilarious, dude. Like for me, he's unintentionally funny. Nothing he'll ever do will be entertaining unless I don't. I don't know. He's a monster, but he's a scary kind of monster. He just doesn't know how strong or how dumb he is. You know, he's like, oh, he's like Lenny from Of Mice and Men. He may choke you and snap your neck by accident. He's he's like a he's like a cross between uh, Heidenreich and Snisky. Yes, see, we think the same thing. The way he moves in the ring is very Snisky like, but right? his promos are very Heidenreich like. Like, he, oh, he I like Heidenreich. Really... He's a poem. But I'm, but I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying when, he, when he cut this promo, he actually seemed confident. Like, he seemed confident. He felt like he was saying something. So it came off more like Heidenreich here. Question because we don't do a SmackDown review. And technically, one of our own has graduated to SmackDown under a new name, Maxine Dupree. 
Was she the right person? Because we were enjoying, uh, I was enjoying Maximum Male Models for one reason, because one man yeah. made it happen. And now you got someone that's making it basic. It's kind of like Stacey Keebler taking over something interesting. Like I like Stacey Keebler, but would you put Stacey Keebler as the head of your group? <laughs> nope, I wouldn't either. Like, it, it, like Maximum Models had guilty pleasure written all over it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's like it's like I don't know if she can pull off the the, the hamminess, yeah, the, the, the hamminess of the runway commentary that Max Dupree was oh, nailing. Hopefully, mm. hopefully with Triple H now as head of creative, that's gonna change things. I I was gonna bring this up at the at the end, but I'll bring it up now. Do you think that Triple H as head of creative on the main roster is gonna have an impact on NXT 2.0? Because we know your uh. boy Michael Hickenbottom was in charge of the day to day, but he was basically had the had the cloud over his head that was Bruce Pritchard. It's a red cloud that looks like Brother Love. It was over his head. Um, and now he might not get that. He might have Triple H giving him the input uh, from the main roster. So what do you think? I would laugh if it's like, I'm going to use Stranger Things analogy. If it's the upside down world where um, Michael Hickenbottom producing talents for the 24-7 division and Triple H like, what is these people? <laughs> I need credible opponents. Not Gaga, give me competition. I think that's what would be it. Honestly, they're, they're friends. They probably took it over, but it would make me laugh if HBK was still under the influence of is more wackiness for your main roster. And it's like, no, 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 no. Honestly, honestly, I don't think Michael Hickelbottom's going to be in NXT long because that's the only guy from Triple H's inner circle that's left. Like you don't, you could probably hire back Road Dog, but you can't hire back William Regal because he's in AEW. He probably signed on for a few years. Samoa Joe probably signed on for a few years with All Elite Wrestling. He's got Ryan Ward, but we haven't heard too much about him. But Shawn Michaels was the closest guy in his inner circle, so I think he's gonna get called up main to the main roster. Yeah, then who's gonna take over? I that's that's a that's a bigger question. You that's a bigger, you. Put, put your CV through. Listen, you know someone because uh, you, you listen. Think about this, right? If your missus is listening in the background, you haven't asked for much <laughs> in that regards. If there's one time for you to be like, babe, it's time. <laughs> put my CV through. Get you know, run me through the tracks of NXT level up so I can prove myself. It's time. You got you got the bookers hat right, and you book great stuff. I'm just saying, if you haven't thought of it, please. You, you, it's right there. Your family. You, you're Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, you, you, you. I'll let you do my my CV, my resume. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in the in the parking lot, we see JD McDonough arrive at the CWC in his nice whip. Uh, security asks JD if he wants uh, his usual parking spot, but tonight he says he's a fan and he has a ticket. I was like, why did they let him go through the back entrance if he's a fan though? confusing uh then then uh we go into the cwc arena jd mcdonough is in the crowd sitting between two obvious plants from the pc i was like i was like these are two wrestlers these are not fans i was like one's wearing a lwo shirt the other is some big guy with a big beard i was like they're 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 plants uh he gets in a fan's face about eating popcorn saying that it can get in your carotid artery and stuff like that then he's 
talk smack to the timekeeper about being careful about ringing that bell. Someone can get their finger popped out with the hammer that rings the bell. JD then uh, says that Samantha Irvin, she has a beautiful voice, so he, he has no issue with her. You know uh, what? He, says, he didn't want <laughs> to speak out about it. <laughs> That's why. Got himself, in, got himself in trouble last time with that. Uh, JD then approaches Wade Barrett about his bare knuckle fighting days uh, affecting his hands. And it looks like he's he's trying to squeeze his hands, but Wade no sells him. He then moves on to Vic Joseph and says that he heard Vic talking about his family. And then he squeezes his shoulder blade to show that how easy he could break it. And then McDonough finally moves to the ring to uh, talk about Braun Breaker, who comes out to interrupt Braun, who so badly wanted to get his hands on JD McDonough last week, basically circles him and has a conversation in the ring with him. I was so confused by all of this. Uh, he says in three weeks, it's NXT heat wave and JD will have to get real acclimated with breaker as they go one-on-one for the NXT championship. He says next week, they'll have a contract signing. Uh, JD hits, hits him with his massive headbutt and he goes for a, for the devil inside, but breaker responds with a headbutt of his own, which makes JD bleed from the mouth and McDonough smiles in reply to end the segment. What did you think about JD McDonough, the smart cerebral assassin? So the character, it would be interesting under any other wrestler that didn't have a big head and short shoulders. Cause listen, I'm a six foot one man, like SPC me in real life. I, I can talk my talk, all right? I'm from East London, bro. Like, so I'm going to say it as how it is. I was intimidated. It's like Crash Holly being a cerebral assassin. It's kind of like, you got to talk and then I see you and I'm like, Wade Barrett, retired, could take it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, it just didn't, I know, cause Michael Hickenbottom, he's got a blind spot cause NXT UK is the show. Evil, this guy's great, give him promo time. There was too many gaps. It felt like a play. They were blocking parts. This is the stage show. This is your X mark right there. Then you're going to go to Wade. Then you're going to go to Vic. And then so it felt like a rehearsal. It wasn't like the real promo. And we were watching it live. I'm like, is this the promo? There's so many yeah. gaps. Right. I was like, I was like, he's just, he's just trying to like pace his breathing and stuff. It was weird. Very was, weird. We were watching a live promo class. It's like, you're gonna walk all the way around the arena and then get in the ring. And then Bron, I want you to come out. Yes, yes, you come out. Then you're going to give a headbutt and then you eat the capsule. The camera don't look and he bust him in the mouth. It felt like they're blocking a scene like of a play action. Show me. Passion, blood, hammerhead, short shoulders, everything. So yeah, it was just you know what I call, I'll put it down. He's got a mansplaining gimmick. He mansplains everything. It's like SP3 headphones. Did you know the headphones say our frequency and waves in your ears? <laughs> T-shirts. You know, T-shirt hugs the physique. You know? Did you know the logos helps to keep people's attention? Did you know the strong and fast in the dictionary? Oh, shut up. Shut your mouth. <laughs> 
Shut it. I, w- I was so I was like, what happened to Jordan Devlin? Like Jordan Devlin was an interesting character, despite all of our issues with him. You know, don't Google his name and all the other stuff that we've said about him in the past. He came off like an interesting character. The Irish ace was his character, ace was his gimmick. And we even got that in the vignette. What the hell is this? science teacher that you say sir can i go to the toilet please and you're gone for 20 minutes and you come back for the last five minutes of science class because your science teacher's boring putting you to sleep he's that science teacher he's that nerdy chemist teacher that you avoid when he starts talking to you hey how's your day did you know that the metal castles and the metal particles and did you know when you get to old age it's gonna start rinky dinky on the skin did you know that you put on a sock with a face on it this sock is gonna inhabit your whole entire life being <laughs> It's going to inhabit your head. Oh, God. <laughs> um, <laughs> back uh, back from break before the uh, McDonough, whatever that was, the uh, <laughs> the surgical class, uh, we got back from break. We see a, a nightmare vignette of Wendy Chu thinking about Tiffany Stratton beating her at Great American Bash. But then we see a nice dream. It goes to a nice setting with her avoiding elimination in the Battle Royal last week. and then. Uh, it turns back into a nightmare when she thinks about being eliminated by Tiffany Stratton. She wakes up and she's angry. Chu says that she woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Great line. Um, she says that she, the next the next side uh, that she sees, the next time she sees Stratton, it will be lights out for her. Unfortunately, though, we didn't get a Tiffany Stratton promo. So I have to give this promo a thumbs down. I'd rather had her <laughs> Tiffany Stratton. I would, you know what, for a few seconds, I was like, is Mei Ying coming back? Maybe not. It did come off like that. It did, like, she was going to, like, she has split personalities. Like, she's Sue Young. And she right now, she's Susie, but she's going to turn back into Sue Young. You know what? I w- Would you like that as a character development for her to have two personalities sp I, I, I dig the two personalities i liked i liked uh when when joseph park and abyss i liked Susie and sue young uh i even liked susan i like those type of gimmicks. i mean impact wrestling does it a lot better than the times that we've seen it from wwe with like corporate kane and the big red machine that didn't uh, what you, you didn't like that he took off the mask and it was gone and he put on the mask and he had bowels again it was inc- cr- no no uh, oh, wow. i like i like the faces of foley that's the one time that i think wwe got it right but they <gasps> outside of that i don't know he, elias has got split personality ezekiel there is no ezekiel they should, should they should end it like bingo. that bingo right bingo yes i agree they, I agree. Listen, you you're you're the closest to all of us at WWE. Get in there. Just say it like because they're not they don't know how to end it. You can tell it's stinking up the joint. Who's this creator wrestler in the ring? You know, just end it. Just say you know, Elias, you know, had a nervous breakdown, create this brother thing. Cause my my thing is when Chase you, when because Andre Chase, when he goes to the main roster, I want it to be that there is no school. He's been funneling funds, that he's a crook. That'd be a great way to end the university. Just point it there. So yes. I agree with you. Uh, 
we just we just we just had the eureka moment we had the light bulb you saw it live on air here uh backstage chase you is talking about their interaction with giovanni vinci last week they hail once a piece of giovanni but uh andre say says he will take care of him up next in comes the returning nathan frazier see we got nathan frazier nathan frazier knew this was the last time we were going to review this show so he had to re-show up but we didn't get the second part of his vignettes Um, i didn't want nathan i wanted the vignettes the vignettes was more interesting i wanted more vignettes and less nathan now we never know about him it was stuck in him playing football he said the next episode you find out more now he was a whole flags mate go win the title what are you holding flags for? You know what it is? Maybe it's a bit sweet and fear. Any excuse to stand next to fear, but stay away from her. She's a race friend. Nope, not going to happen. Uh, but yeah, he was. He wants to be Chase U's official flag bearer for the matchup. Before we got to that match, though, we got an an Axiom uh, vignette about his debut last week. Uh, this comic style vignette is good to get over this this character. But since this is the last time, we just got to show this this uh, thumbnail once again because a kid he... has been found. No, a kid is still missing. Axiom is here, so the kid is gone. The kid is gone. The kid is gone. He's been replaced. He's been right. replaced okay. by, by Spider-Man. Peter Parker's gone. Spider-Man is here. But in a conspiracy theory Reddit, they say a kid is Axiom. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I live in K Fabian. I don't know what you're talking about there. <laughs> um <laughs> Jay- Giovanni Vinci versus Andre Chase was next. Uh, Chase has an early advantage, so Vinci takes Bodie's uh, flag and breaks it over his knee. Back from break, the CWC are chanting, this is awesome. I was like, what did we miss? Like, they, they, this was one of the rare times that they didn't give us a picture in picture. Like, they just cut cut the match, and then when we come back, the CWC chanting, this is awesome. And I'm like, what What do we, we missed the whole match? Um, but the what we got the rest of the time was good. Uh, Vinci catches Chase in midair into a vertical suplex, which is his most impressive move out of his whole repertoire. Uh, we had Chase, um, looks like he has the advantage, and he hits a Tiger Driver 98 for, the, for a near fall, but then Vinci cuts him off with a short arm lariat, and then he hits the last ride sit-out power bomb for the win pretty good matchup with uh vinci looking strong once again keeping his undefeated streak and then post-match giovanni continues the assault on chase however nathan frazier comes in to chase off vinci what did you think about the match and the post-match here which sets up nathan frazier versus giovanni vinci uh i'm gonna be, I'm gonna be quick shocked alpha is a squash match i was like ah put on the timer two minutes is done but then andre chase with his offensive flurry, guys got a good moveset, but you rarely see it. That's the I feel like it's the longest Andre Chase match in a long time, probably the longest match this year. You know, since when he used to wrestle with NXT two point um was it uh, two or five live or whatever it was, he had longer matches when he used to have proper wrestling gear. He hasn't wrestled in ages and eons, and he was good in the ring. I was a bit shocked, but you know what? When you're actually a good wrestler and you can give someone like uh, Giovanni Vinci a good match, why not? We're all, um, you know, winners here. So, yeah, that's it. 
Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, this was probably Andre Chase's best performance in the ring because he was in there with Giovanni Vinci. Giovanni Vinci, we've been saying, he's he can kill it in the ring even when he was Fabian Eichner. And they're getting the look and the presentation better with the new tights, with the, you know, he's putting on more oil, more baby oil before he comes out there. Right. The physique looking jacked. So, yeah, they're putting the whole Giovanni Vinci character together. Uh, backstage in the Diamond Mine gym we see diamond mind getting ready for tonight's eight-man tag team main event roger strong talks about the issue with tony d and his family has brought us all together uh julius creed though once he again ate the screen like, he ate the screen yo, he ate, yo he, ate. he is the leader he is the leader he's You're the rock the, the, I told y'all guys, I told you, Roddy Strong is the older brother who's been working at the car lot for 15 years and never graduated, never went to college. While Julius Creed is graduated from college, he's an all-star athlete. He's going to the to the he's going to the NFL, to the NBA. He's doing everything for the family. He's bringing home all the bacon, and now he's stepping up and talking like the leader. Julius Creed gives the team a pep talk, and he comes off more like the leader than Roger Strong. Strong has this entire year. The energy is popped off screen. When he started, I was like, boy, I'm 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 pumped. I'm hyped. And I was like, okay, SB3 was right. Which I have no problem telling you, you're right. Okay. But I just hate how they did my dog Roddy so wrong. But alas, Polovec is in charge. He never forgets. It's undisputed, baby. He will have him on the main roster doing something. Hopefully, because get him out of that group, you know. Yeah, you yeah, put Shelton in there on. though. You probably Shelton in there, maybe. Like you know, like no offense. I love Shelton, but Paul Levesque would be like, ah, you know, when I didn't make you go, go down there. Yeah, he was like, he was like, I lost to you three times, and mm, it did nothing for your career. Exactly. Get out of here. Say hi to my mom, to your mama for me. Just go down, down there. So yeah, Julius. Uh, yeah, but I'm also happy that Vince is not there because Vince would be like, God damn, he should be solo. Break up the Creed brothers. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> at least there's there's a show Michael's in the in the group, I guess. Hey, you're gonna be like Julius Smothersworth, Julius Shel- uh Shuttlesworth. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know his name, but uh, Triple H is gonna see the potential in Julius Creed. I, I think that the Creed brothers are gonna be the team that they call up that really gives a boast of adrenaline and energy to that tag team division mm-hmm. that they've been doing the Usos, the Usos versus New Day or Usos versus Street Profits for what seems like seven years now. Um, but Indy Hartwell versus Ariana Grace was next. Ariana tries to sneak the win in the finish with her feet on the ropes from the former Brudy Pratchett. Uh, from, uh, oh but, <laughs> but she gets caught by the referee. I was like, man, you're not, you're so not used to cheating. You're just like your dad. Your dad Dad would get caught in the same fashion. And right. then Indy, Indy uh, gets gets nailed, uh, hits her big boot for the win. This was all right. This was yeah. just fine. But mm. once again, this was one of those developmental matches. I felt like, yeah, you've hurt Indy Hartwell's uh, confidence in her in-ring ability since you've pointed out holes in her it's, game. It's my fault. It's my yeah, fault. Yeah, okay. because she got on the top rope and she just thought about that WrestleTalk review and she slipped off the rope. So she's like, this week I'm not going to do my elbow. I'm just going to boot her in the face. It's, it's simple. 
is effective. That should be a finisher. Not since Test does anyone hit a big boot that's nice in the ring. So Indy should make it a thing. And you know what, what I miss as well? Indie promos, you know, segments. That's what got her over. Segment is what got Indie Hartwell over. Just making her wrestler. She needs someone to play off of. She needs the Johnny Garganos, the Candice LeRae's, the Dexter Lewis, the Duke Hudson's. Okay. This is my vision, right? I know she's been to so many groups, but Tiffany Stratton, Ariana Grace, and Indy Hartwell. They're free. Her be like the big, because especially like, oh, look at her. She's so big and gawky and awkward. Oh, oh, where's she with us? Like, hopefully they don't do that. But them free, they'll be a laugh a minute. Can you not see the vision? That'd be great. Tiffany's gang. I love, I love, I love how every single time you've had an idea of NXT, you've literally expanded upon it as the podcast has gone on. <laughs> Why not? Because Michael Hickenbottom's doing a great job, but we can also make it better, you know? Tiffany Stratton needs a group. Ariana Grace passed the audition for me. Indy Hartwell's been great the whole time. She just needs a group. She needs a new blonde. She just can blow her eyes a bit. Candice, are you back? Yeah, you do. Hey, um, maybe we'll see her. Now that Triple H is in charge, anything is possible, I guess. Uh, back from break, uh, we see all the credentials of Kiana James, MBA, uh, uh, MBA, CBA, NBA, whatever it is. Uh, she, explains, <laughs> she explains what's wrong with the NXT women's division. James talks about the biggest issue is Nikita Lyons because Nikita eliminated her from the Battle Royal last week. Uh, James shows a picture of her parents, she says that her, her father, her father, her. <laughs> her father was a a rock star and her mom was a groupie so that explains why what? she talks this way and explains why how she dresses or the lack of dress that she wears uh kiana will continue to uncover what's wrong with miss lyons and reveal her findings to us this was great this was the best that kiana james has came off since her debut she broke down the key family tree she also made fun of her vocabulary she's like yo go why you speak like you're an infant i can't understand you <laughs> she's like that was a great way to expand the character and you know what the the the, the monotone delivery adds to her character because she's meant to be this analytical computer um i feel like her and drew gulak man they should have like a powerpoint off they should be homies they'll be like i like a powerpoint you like a powerpoint let's be powerpoint homies let's exchange powerpoints together but yeah i yonder james i already said it she's got a banger theme it sounds like a, a dj Khaled theme from 2009 like a victory or something like that so she's got a banger theme and then she nailed it she also wants wrestling aew dark so yeah there you go guys go support her support her another aew alumni that's gonna be doing great in nxt and like WWE. Jade. like all those former nxt performers who's gonna leave aew and go back to wwe guys you don't think, tell tony khan i said that don't tell think, tony khan i said that no so? um no, no, so? absolutely not um we then we then get a promo from lash legend and alba fire with footage of their ongoing feud alba says that uh don't underestimate a fire starter lash says that she was going uh to win the battle royal but fire got in her way and legend says you should have stayed down miss fire and i guess that's gonna lead to the final blow off between these two which should have just ended after one match but it's still going on it's still going on set we're still here and 
is still going on. And then finally, we had the main event last call for Mocha Chats. We're going to read those off after we're done talking about the main event eight man tag team matchup Diamond Mind versus the D'Angelo family. Damon Kemp, he was looking good early on, coming out hot until the D'Angelo family focused and isolated the least experienced member of the Diamond Mind, Julius Creed. Man, once again, he's a star. He's a star, ladies and gentlemen. He gets the hot tag. He starts running wild on the entire D'Angelo family. He hits a cartwheel suplex on stacks. Then he cuts off the Adel Toro on the top rope by doing the Shelton Benjamin leap to the top and hitting a superplex. Finally, D'Angelo gets tagged in. He attacks Julius' leg, but Julius quickly applies an ankle lock before all hell breaks loose. Everybody's hitting moves back and forth, but then Diamond Mind starts working together with Roddy and Julius looking good. They're hitting tandem offense on the D'Angelo family, but when they attempt a double team on D'Angelo from the German suplex position, Tony D moves out of the way and Strong nails Julius with a rising knee strike, and this gives Tony D the opportunity to hit the forget about it for the win. I did not know that was the name of his finisher until this episode, so I am totally with saying that. So forget about it. This was a fun eight-man tag team main event. By far the best match on the show. Diamond Mines issues progressing with the finish due to that miscue between Strong and Creed. What did you think, Seth? I feel like the second half of the match was the best part. That's when everyone's here. Everyone's coming out of nowhere. It was just like gangbusters, left, right, and center. Uh, having the Garden match helped. But um, Diamond Mind, there's no slouch in the ring. I mean, look who's in there. I mean, Roddy, we may make fun of how he's treated, but he's still Roderick, mother effing strong in the ring. And Julius Creed leaps and bounds. And Brutus, he learned from last time, not beach ball from the top rope, maybe from the apron, even though it's still kind of crazy. A crazy move to do. But yeah, his pounce was good. Not as good as, as you know, as Monty Browns, but you know, okay, nevertheless. Uh, but oh man, a a hodgepodge tag team put together beat Diamond Mine. But what I did like was the unity and how they dressed. All right, how you know Joaquin and and what is Mendoza's gonna name? Uh, De La Cruz was it? Is it was it Del Toro? Del, Cruz? Del Toro. Cruz Del, Del Toro. Toro. Oh, new names. Anyway, yeah, I like how <laughs> they're trying to fit in. But I'm just I'm just waiting now. When when are we gonna get Santos Escobar back? When are we gonna end this feud? This feud is lasting longer than us on this show, and you're gonna hear us review it. Oh man, Dios mios. But yeah, it was it was a good way to end the show and end our era of Mocha 2.0. So the Mocha lights out there, this is it. The show's over, man. The in the end of the era for us man the the review portion of the show is uh, is over we still got to get to the mocha chats and we still gotta give the thumbs in the middle but... so what do you think what did you think of this episode of nxt 2.0 in three two one it's the middle forever special. It's the forever. middle special yes <laughs> Yeah, if the Alondra, Alondra Blaze saved the show, she appeared on the show. She sounds like Xena the Royal Princess, soothing when she talks, nice and seductive. Yeah. The, the Are main you event, ready, boys? The main event, the the whole woman stuff that kind of kind of came together with the women's tag team titles and Zoe Stark and Mandy Rose feud. Mm. That that was kind of the just of this of this show. We didn't get women any running. Carmelo women, Hayes. the women saved the we show. Yeah, we didn't get any Nikki. Uh, 
uh, Tiffany Stratton on this show. So I would, I have to give it a thumbs in the middle. I can't give it a thumbs up. If we got Tiffany Stratton on this show would have been an easy thumbs up, but it's a thumbs in the middle because Alundra plays the woman's storyline and the main event kind of made it that much. But other than that, it'll probably be a thumbs down. There you go. SP free encapsulated how I feel. Now, I want to highlight the mods. You know, mods, it's the last time, well, for a bit. I'm going to be back, what, maybe next week <laughs> to, to cover a SmackDown and Rampage. So, yeah, so I'm not going for too long. Ah, uh, I want to send that shout out to the team that got rid of that porn bot that was in the chat. Ew, disgusting. This is a family show. We don't even swear. We're not allowed to swear. My mother will kill you. I want to shout out to Mod Brother Chris. We got two Chris's. So I guess I have to emphasize. So my brother, Chris Petro. My brother, Chris Rowcroft. Of course, my brother, Paul. But the ladies, they call him Baba. <laughs> and of course, last but not least, she's the mother of all mods. The greatest of all time, the backbone of this show. Jenna, stand up. <laughs> Jenna Lewin, stand up. This is for you. We love you. We love you so much. Yes. We, the people of Russell Talk of America, we represent and we praise our the mod mother. And we also the people. We are the people. And also, thank you for the guy that spend the most mocha chats. On here, the number one mocha lights, or one of them number one mocha lights, Mayor Pains will Dan, stand up. This is for you. Thank you for spending so much money in this show. This time we have no money and you're the only person that's spending, so we appreciate you. So thank you very much for doing it. And another person that's been contributing to the chat that I want to shout out to, Rob Zilla. Your, your mocha chats always make us laugh. For some mocha chats. This is actually from Robzilla. Mocha boys back at it again with a gigantic, stupendous, beautiful black content. A couple of weeks ago, I noticed that Von Wagner looks like Ryback and haven't been able to unsee it. Caden and Katana are winning the tag titles, right? Mocha boys on NRB, please. Board games. I gotta be on studio, but I don't know if that's gonna happen. I'm leave I'm finally leaving the UK soon. So. Wait, um, how did SRS do it though? There was SRS in the UK, but that that, that was in the Thunderdome era of uh, the WrestleTalk podcast. They're moving out of the Thunderdome era. Exceptions could be made. You're you're a SP mother effing free. All right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Do you know who do you know who this guy is? He does a lot. And never forget that Von Wagner is really Encino man. The great, the yes. great '90s movie. He's really Encino yes. man. Next up, we have legit underboss Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley teamed together in the women's Dusty Classic. Ah, a nice reminder there. Thank you, legit underboss. This is true. This is. I thought they had broken up though. <laughs> 
<laughs> they broke up, but they they back together. Do you, thank you for that fact, though. I totally, I had totally forgot about the woman's dusty cup because they wanted yeah, me to forget that the woman's dusty cup was for a shot at the NXT Women's Tag Team Titles. Instead, the winners got a shot at the NXT Women's Championship. Thank you. And I feel like the breakout was for the women's championship. I'm confused. Mandela effect. Wow. Uh, next up, we have the man himself, Mayor of Painesville, Dan. He says, dear SP3, dear Sat, sadly, this is the last ride for NXT 2.0 review. I'm so sorry. Here we are again. I wish I could personally thank you on the stream would have the technical means, ha ha ha. You guys are incredible. You are the best and I wish you the best. I just tried to do my, my best Undertaker impersonation, but it gave it, it messed up my eyes. What, um, the, this? Yes, they will rest in peace. Um, but yeah. That was my best. Uh, no, thank you, Dan. As always, Dan, you're one of the best, uh, you know, people in the chat. One of the best people in this wrestling community. All your support is always. I'm always grateful for it because you mm-hmm. are a genuine person who gives genuine support, and we always appreciate that. So, thank you for that, Mocha Chat. Thank you, sir. Uh, next up, we have Chris mod brother chris petro saying today for me the e stands for eternally grateful having known you wonderful friends for almost two years now i am absolutely i absolutely love your content and appreciate all of your hard work this team will be very missed thank you both for everything that you do i know you'll both continue the greatness going forward thank you my brother chris Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, my brother, Chris. Very much appreciate that. You're a mega, a mega supporter and we appreciate you. And thank you. Thank you to all the mods. You mods are amazing and clean up this chat and make it one of the best communities in wrestling YouTube. That's why I made it a thing. Yeah. You know, the first time when I highlighted you guys, um, Mod Mother City, oh, it was in the chat. I had had an idea to do that because you guys never get thanked, I think. (laughs) Maybe sometimes, but not as like in, on a consistent basis. You should be it's like a credit thing on the credit. These are the people to thank and you guys are the people to thank. So thank you so much. We love you guys. Next up, Mayor Painsville Dan. This is why I highlight this man. They should name a wing after him. The Mayor Painsville Dan room right here. Second chat in because this is important. Thank you for always being so positive. Thank you for mentioning the mods. Thank you for sharing your incredible talents with us. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. You are the best, and I will never get tired to say that. Dan, for real. Thank you, brother. We appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. Just for thank that, you, I Dan. want I want I want Dexter Loomis to get rehired as well. Yes, just for you. I want Dexter Loomis to remain in NWA. <laughs> Please don't hurt me. Okay, Ashley Winwood says, uh, my beautiful mocha boys, thank you for the smiles, the laughs, and everything in between. I was supposed to be at Fight for the Fallen tonight, but I've gotten COVID, so take my beer money. Love you guys. Wishing you the best. Moving on and up swiftly. <laughs> I like that. He, 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 do- he donated, he donated 
I'm gonna put in the chat where he donated because I probably am not allowed to turn the money. No, but thank you, Ashley. Appreciate the the kind words, and I, I hope you have a speedy recovery. I hope you enjoy fight for the fallen from home and just the support man you guys are awesome y'all are the reason that we watch nxt every single week and come on here and have a good time shed some positivity on it which sometimes it's a hard show to watch y'all heard me rant about cora j's heel turn two weeks ago but i do it every single week because you guys are no, awesome. but there's a difference so it didn't sound like a pity party it didn't sound like trauma dumping it sounded like us making fun of a situation because nxt 2.0 is a silly show if you're serious about a silly show, you look stupid. It like it's meant to be silly and wacky, so we just make fun of the wackiness. That's how we 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 deal with it. We had a great time doing it. It's like a bad reality TV show, but you can't look away because there's some guilty pleasures there sometimes. So yeah, next up we have Kevin saying, "Unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch the NXT reviews live because I was still asleep from the Joe Gacy promo back then." <laughs> What? But I still want to support the Mocha Boys. Thank you for the entertainment, the jovial interaction, and that BBC. Love you guys. BBC may be one of the best uh, coin phrases that we got on this show. Like, and I, I think it was Ashley Housen on uh, Twitter listed all of our running bits and uh, terminologies that we came out with. That's gold. That's up on. I, I retweeted that one. Some gold stuff. BBC moving on swiftly. SP Gacy, Tiffany Stratton promos. Michael Hickabottom, Michael uh, Booker of the Year. And Kid is. is missing. Yes, some great stuff. I, I've had a great time. And like I said, I have a lot, like Sat said, I have a lot of tag team partners in this podcast world, but no one has made me laugh more than Sat E. Sat E is one of the most charismatic, funniest people that you will see on wrestling YouTube. I'm so happy for his success. So happy that he's going to be on the bigger channel, Wrestle Talk News, because he deserves it, because he is someone that needs a spotlight. And I'm happy that he's got it. Uh, you know what, yeah. I'll get to you in a moment because I have to finish the mochas because some people will be like, I can't sleep until you. I'm, I'm holding the mochas for ransom. So I think we've got like a few more, but I've got something to say to SB3 to his face in front of everyone here because we're going extra long because it's a lot of show. <laughs> uh, yes, we have Brent M saying, what's up SB3 and Sat E? I'm showing some love and appreciation to you. Two of the best in the game. Thanks for all the BBC. You guys love the BBC, don't you? The beautiful black content. Mm, yes. The past few months, SB3 G1 this year is interesting as hell. Your thoughts overall. Uh, love you guys. Can't wait to see what's next. SP, this is yours. Well, if you want to support us, if you want to support me even more, uh, $3 a month, patreon.com forward slash true hill heat. We, myself and J News, we do, we trade off different days of the G1 where we do a review. We give our thoughts on everything. Patreon.com forward slash true hill heat. Uh, you could give more to the true hill heat community doing that way. And that's where we got consistent reviews of every single night of the G1. I will say, I, I've been really enjoying it. I just watched uh, today's show with Tamatanga versus Tomorio Ishii. Definitely a match to watch if i was to give you three matches to watch from the first six nights i would say 
uh, Stats Boy, Will Ospreay versus El Phantasmo. Uh, I would say Jay White versus Tomoyo Ishii and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Tensuya Naito. My pick for the G1 Climax 32 tournament is Tensuya Naito, and he's already started off 0 2, which makes me believe he's going to win even more because that's how they book the G1 every single year. If the, win- the winner doesn't start off with two major losses, they usually are not going to win. <laughs> So they 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 have made him the sympathetic figure. The C block is the most interesting because of Naito's uh, storyline, because of Tadahashi, Hiroki Goto. They got all different pieces going on. So C block is the one to watch. But the D block's got the best matches. Uh, oh, David Finley versus Juice Robinson is actually my favorite match of the tournament so far. That was incredible. That's a that's big praise from SB3. Uh, Wilf, that this is the last chat, guys. So this is as I read this, this is your opportunity to send in Mocha chat because it's the last one, last one ever for 2.0 Mocha. Okay, Will Fulton says I haven't watched NXT in months, guys, but I always watch your shows. Always appreciate your opinions and chemistry on screen. Wrestling daily for life. And looking forward to seeing both on ITR clips every Monday and sat E on the news and all SP3 shows. So yeah, thank you, Will, man. We appreciate that. I love, I love all of SP3 shows. Yes, I appreciate the support, man. Thank you so much to every single person who gave a mocha chat. I also want to say thank you to Luke Owen. He kind of gave us, you know, the ball here and gave us the ball. Like I, I put up a whole post on my Twitter, on my Facebook with uh, Luke Owen. It was it was about two weeks, uh, two years ago, just a, a couple of weeks at the beginning of July, two years ago that he first invited me on the Wrestle Talk podcast, open the forbidden door to wrestle talk to me and i can't even you know start to thank him as much as i would like to for all the opportunities i've been able to do like i said i'm still going to be doing you know written work news work over on wrestletalk.com i do script writing for not only the uh parts fun known youtube channel but also for the wrestle talk new uh wrestle talk main channel so i'm very happy with all the opportunities that have been given i'm very happy that he gave us the opportunity to not just you know be team up with someone that i did wrestling daily with but to be a part of rep presentation on the wrestle talk youtube channel you know we are two black brothers that not a lot of opportunities are always um, you wait, know, I'm, wait to i'm black people. yes yes i know i know even though you sound like wade barrett and a couple of people that watch audio probably wouldn't know it but sad's black everybody um and i'm black he black my my, my background is black but um i'm, <laughs> I'm, black, so I'm, black, I'm black big speed from that Chappelle show <laughs> I know, I know, I know when we first started doing, uh, you know, the Mocha 2.0, we had a few comments of people who didn't understand, like, oh, why are you saying Mocha? We We say that because we are a part of representation and we wanted to put that out front in front of the world. So I'm happy that we had any amount of supporters that we have. And you guys are the reason why we did it every single day. But thank you, Luke Ogan, for giving us that opportunity. Thank you, Luke. And also, uh, Mocha Lights. One of you guys in the chats called yourself Mocha Lights, which I, I love. You guys are the Mocha Lights. Uh, in talking of representation, again, thank you, Luke. Am I the first black person to host a WrestleTalk News coming up? Am I? If it is, I'm going to highlight it because that's incredible. Because does it make WrestleTalk the first channel to have a black person in front of the camera talking about wrestling to the people? Is that a case? I don't know. I'm going to research it. If it is, Wow. Talk about that. See, Wrestle Talk is there. 
And all your people talk about representation, having Black Lives Matter hashtag, you ain't doing shit in it, like WrestleTalk's doing it. So again, thank you so much, WrestleTalk. But this guy right here, this guy right here, thank you so much for your patience. Because I go on a tangent sometimes. I go flipsy, doopsy, all around. I know Mrs. P3 is watching. She's like, hurry up and get off. I've been coughing for the hour. Please forgive me, Mrs. P3. I'll be quick, I promise. But I have to thank your partner, your husband. He's a lovely man. And I appreciate the chance that I get to work with you. That's why when I come on True Hill Heat, I, I, I relish the moments we get to tr- talk about wrestling unfiltered. When we get to review shows, I, we get to laugh. It's not always serious. You know, oh, this show is rubbish. I am depressed pressed away i'm angry with you i'm talking to my friend i'm talking to my brother we're having a laugh so when you guys say we have great chemistry that's because i generally love this guy and i enjoy interacting with him i enjoyed learning from him i've been doing this for like a year now i started uh wrestling daily last year early july i got the opportunity so guys i'm only a one-year-old baby doing this and I, I made a joke. I always said that I'm a wrestle talk young lion. Uh, this has been a slow progression. Doing the wrestle talk news thing is a big opportunity for me, a big opportunity for representation. Because one thing I didn't see last year was a lot of black faces talking about wrestling as much. But this year has improved a lot. So, in terms of representation, I'm glad to be one of the people involved. But one of the faces of it, on the forefront is beside me as an honor and a pleasure. Thank you so much, brother. SP3, Sydney Poitier the third. Kidding. Sydney. I ain't gonna say your government name because I think it's still your, your bank details. So Sydney Poitier is his gimmick <laughs> name. <laughs> Cause yeah, I don't want anyone to steal your bank details. People just give up the name so freely. That's why I hate that Sat Ian Yang is out there. So easy to steal. Anyway, yeah, thank hey, you so much. You, you got it, you got you got a great name, so it needs to be said as often as possible. Okay. One more thing. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I forgot something that was important. Thank you, Pete and Tempest. We'll be remiss not to mention our, our, our predecessors. So thank you guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also, and, and thank you for taking how many uh, ten thousand people with you as you left as well. So thank you. <laughs> thank you so much to Pete and Tempest. L-I-W is for life and forever. They passed the torch to us and we couldn't be happy. And we burned it. That we were able <laughs> we were able to carry that torch for as long as we we were. So yes, that uh, we talked about NXT 2.0. You you teased in the intro where we're doing things, but you know you're gonna be doing news videos. I'm gonna be doing stuff on the you know writing for the WrestleTalk.com where I do news writing uh, a couple of days out of the week. I do some script writing for uh, Parts Unknown, which was talked about on that update video, but. I'm not doing any podcasts anymore. So I'm here to plug that we are on ITR Clips, Inside the Ropes Clips, uh, YouTube channel every single Monday, 8 p.m. UK, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Myself, Sat, Alex McCarthy, your you favorites. Him? If you are an old school wrestling daily fan and you love the daily boys and how we interact with one another every single Monday, Monday Night Live, ITR Clips. 
come join us. Come join us for a good time. Not a long time, but a good time, an hour or more. Check out this past week's episode, which had the the ITR mayor, uh, the ITR president himself, Presidente Kenny McIntosh, and we played uh, Mary Kill. Good times. Hey, this is the this is the extra, so I'm sure Mod Mother won't mind me dropping a square. <laughs> oh, he said the F word. Mod Mother, he said, what the f***? Oh, it feels good to say that. It's like, like a nice cigarette. I never smoked. Actually, I did. I took a, a puff and I quit the same time. I took a puff and I quit 10 seconds later. You can't quit cigarettes. It's that easy. I did it. That's not how it works, but still. But yes, if you want to see us, if you want to see us, that's the best way to see us all the time. You know, True Hill Heat YouTube channel, TRU. For those of us that don't speak Ebonics, you can see me over there multiple times out of the week. Uh, Believe in Pro Wrestling Podcast YouTube channel with Uchino and myself. Uh, if you want to see me with a former WWE manager, me and Dutch Mantel. Dutch Mantel is going to be on True Hill Heat this coming Saturday along with Rick Uchino. So, did all the plugs, did all the everything. This is a shorter than usual outro, our final outro for our Patreon backers and our members. Sat, any final words? Yes. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, you can watch old episodes. This would be up. And uh, yeah, me and SP3, we've got a show on Mondays. He's got his own platform, True Hill Heat. He'll have me back on at some point. We're going to review shows. Never just review. Talk about modern day wrestling. He's the boss. I should just go to him, SP. I'm feeling to do a bi-monthly show where I just turn up and we just break shit down. And we could cost as much as we want and then stuff. Yeah. Please watch us. Well, there you have it, ladies and gents. That's the outro. We will see you on the flip side. And... Sad. We'll see you very soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.